Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It is great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as always, we got a lot of ground to cover on the fastest 60 minutes of radio as we attempt to slow things down just a little bit, help you divide the rage from the reason, and there's always a lot of that. We're going to try to elevate the conversation, connect the dots, and help you make the news make sense today. And as I said, there is so much of it, including breaking news. Uh, Deseret News, uh, Hinckley Institute of Politics. Uh, polling has come out, and uh, we'll be joined shortly by uh, Scott Rasmussen, uh, who uh, is our partner in our polling with uh, Deseret News and the Hinckley Institute of Politics up at the University of Utah. And uh, we are looking at the fourth congressional race uh, in a series of poll results that will be rolled out over the course of the next several days. Uh, a lot of just fascinating information uh, as a data geek and uh, wanting to know what's going on Inside the Minds of the People, uh, some really interesting things to look at there. Let me give you the, the top line. You can go to Deseret.com. You can see uh, Lisa Riley Roche has uh, her uh, breakdown of that polling for Utah's fourth congressional race, which I think is going to be a real bellwether around the country, a lot of interest, and it is a very tight race. And I think it will have a lot of indicators in terms of uh, what goes on, uh, not just here in the state of Utah, but across the country as we march our way towards the first Tuesday of November. And uh, so we're going to break that poll down in just a little bit. Uh, it is a tight race. Uh, I'll give you the top line number now. We'll break it down with Scott Rasmussen here in just a minute. Uh, the uh, top line results are Ben McAdams is at 45% uh, with Burgess Owens at 41%. Very important to note, these are likely voters. So we get past Labor Day, we always look at the likely voters and uh, those that are most likely to turn up and uh, and vote. Of course, everyone will be doing it by mail this year. So a four-point lead for Ben McAdams. Uh, the the uh, plus or minus is three and a half. So it is a an incredibly tight race. And uh, we'll come back to that in just a bit with uh, our pollster, Scott Rasmussen. So again, the Deseret News Hinkley Institute of Politics poll is out on the fourth uh, congressional district. We've got that up on our Facebook page as well. And uh, Ben McAdams has a four-point lead over uh, Ben McAd or excuse me over Burgess Owens, the challenger in that race, and uh, we'll break that down more in just a minute. I uh, hope you had a great weekend. A lot of activity going on over the weekend. Uh, a lot of wildfire news over the weekend. Uh, over thirty-five uh, dead across the West uh, in various wildfires, and it was uh, one of those over the weekend where I could see it from my backyard. <laughs> Uh, the uh, fire down in Pleasant Grove uh, was not too far. We were uh, not, you know, evacuated or anything like that. But you start seeing that kind of fire and that kind of power. You watch that spread, and it does cause you to ask a lot of really interesting questions. What would I grab? <laughs> what would I do? Where's my family? 
Uh, and those are all things that we, we all should be thinking about on a regular basis. Uh, but kudos to the uh, firefighters uh, who do such incredible work uh, around the state and around the West. Obviously, some of our firefighters from Utah are down in California and other places as well uh, trying to help out. And this is one of those, we're going to get to this a little later in the week. But I do want to get to this issue of you have to look at all of the causes. So on one hand, you can say, well, it's it's global warming, it's climate change, it's climate issues that we've got to get under control. Probably true. Uh, you also have to look at the fact that a lot of these uh, places have not been well managed by the Bureau of Land Management, uh, where there has been overgrowth or where there has been such high regulations put in place that people can't go in and uh, and log or clear or cut. Uh, and so then you have all the overgrowth and all those fuels on the on the floor there that uh, that cause these things to go up so rapidly. So there's all kinds of things to to look at. This is not a single issue problem, and we'll break that down as we get through the week this week. Uh, also, just wanted to to note this week uh, tomorrow, of course, is the official opening of the new Salt Lake uh, International Airport. Uh, to me, that's a uh, a great thing for the state. And uh, it's it's one of those whenever you have one of those grand openings, there's always all of the last minute, you know, little tidy things. So there's a little bit of sound that we played a little earlier on KSL. I wanted to go back to from one of the officials uh, at the airport uh, who in talking about will you be ready for tomorrow? Will you be ready for this big opening? Uh, said this. There may be a few guys running around with light bulbs and screwdrivers, but we're going to be open on the 15th. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> I mean, there's so many things like that in our lives where, yeah, we'll mostly be ready. We may have a few guys with you know light bulbs and screwdrivers running around, but uh, we'll we'll be ready to go. Uh, I think this is a really important one. I think this is very much uh, part of Utah being solidified as uh, not just crossroads to the West, but crossroads to the world. And we've talked about this. Some people have questioned, you know, opening a new international airport in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, I can't think of a better time. <laughs> there, there really isn't a better time. In fact, if you look at it historically, most of the great breakthroughs, most of the great companies we talk about today as being incredibly successful were all started in really horrible times. They were started in pandemics. They were started in economic downturns. They were started during the Depression. Uh, and it's the people who are willing to lean into the stiff wind and take a chance and work hard and have a vision and lead that get the results. And I think the new airport uh, is uh, is just absolutely part of that. And there's many more things to come. I think that will continue to solidify Utah as the crossroads to the world. Uh, moving out of the pandemic, uh, moving into 2021, 2022, I think you will see Utah really thriving as an international spot uh, in a way we can't even imagine at this point. And so uh, that will continue to roll. Uh, I do agree with uh, the op-ed from uh, Scott Anderson at Zions Bank, who I think is going to join our own Lee Lonsberry and Live Mike a little later today to talk about the naming of the airport. Uh, he put forward a uh, a really strong piece in, in Deseret News over the weekend that it should be uh, the Jake Garn uh, Airport. And uh, I would uh, totally jump on board. So stay tuned and talk, uh, listen to Lee Lonsberry and Live Mike uh, as he gets into that uh, issue today, an important one as we open up the airport and, and get that all rolling. 
Uh, on the political front, on the national scene, of course, uh, I think uh, things nationally are heating up as uh, as bad as the fires are in California and here in Utah and other places. Uh, the rhetoric seems to keep bumping up a notch or two. Uh, President Trump over the weekend held a uh, indoor rally for the first time in three months down in Las Vegas. And here's uh, what he told the, the people there. Tell your governor to open up your state, by the way. Open up your state. A great gentleman who owns this building said, you know what? What they're doing is really unfair. You can use my building. Don, I want to thank you. Don. Of course, the uh, president immediately came under criticism for uh, having an indoor rally, uh, violating the uh, the state's uh, particular rules there in Nevada. Uh, and so the uh, criticism from the Biden campaign and others went like this. The Biden campaign blasted President Trump for holding an indoor rally with thousands of people Sunday night in Nevada, calling it a super spreader event and saying the president doesn't care about curbing the coronavirus and protecting his supporters. Team Biden insists they're campaigning safely and listening to public health experts. All right. uh, That's Karen Travers from ABC. Uh, So obviously the rhetoric is going to go back and forth. I think both campaigns are going to have to be very careful as they move uh, through the fall uh, campaign season in terms of what they do, how they do it, what the messaging is. Uh, And I just wish that both campaigns would get on a message of this is what we're for. This is where we're leading. And this is why Uh, that's what really matters the most. I had the opportunity to be on uh, Studio 5 with uh, KSL's Brooke Walker last week, and we talked about five questions everyone should ask themselves, not the candidate. And again, it doesn't matter if you're talking about a president or a local mayor or county commissioner race, uh, whatever it may be, the governor. uh, You should ask yourself some important questions. You can check that out on our Facebook page as well. So lots to come in terms of the politics. We're going to go ahead and step aside for a quick commercial break. We'll keep the heat on and moving. Uh, Up next, pollster Scott Rasmussen joins us to break down the Deseret News Hinckley Institute of Politics poll on Utah's 4th Congressional District. It's going to be a hot one. Stay with us on KSL. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.